Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Green Room with Neil Griffiths on the Handshake Media Network. This is a very special episode. We do these like every three or four months. Get off our backs. But this one is all about the Archibald Prize and I am rapt to be joined by three people. This is the most people that have been on this podcast in literally months because of COVID. Um, but I'm going to start with El Fresh the Lion, Western Sydney rapper, yeah, yeah. is on the show. Artist Klaus Stangle. Thanks for coming on, Klaus. And Jonathan Wilson from the Art Gallery of New South Wales. Welcome to the green room, all three of you. This is this is actually confronting. <laughs> this is more people I've had in a, in a room since March. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> even even we've been working together in in big open spaces when the gallery's been closed, which has been fun too. So lucky. Yeah. yeah. Man, thanks for having us. Yeah. So obviously, the the big reason we're we're doing this episode is because uh, El Fresh is one of the many finalists with Klaus, of course, who has painted his beautiful face. Uh, first of all, congratulations to you both. Thank you. Um, Klaus, let's start with you. Why fresh? Why fresh? That's the question that I face. Uh, <laughs> beautiful man. I forced him. No, beautiful jokes. man. Um, I mean, the Archibald, I mean, for me, it's always about interesting Australians. And it's actually become more about the people who get painted than the painters. And uh, for me, I just wanted to find someone who I thought was an inspiring Aussie. And... Um, and uh, yeah, that was really the starting point. Um, there's a whole backstory in how we kind of got there, but um, I think uh, it's we have time. We have time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just think, like, yeah, it's important to uh, you know to f- find someone that um, had a good backstory. And um, I knew of Elle, um, but at the time, uh, my fiance was a music supervisor, and she was working on a project when Elle was working on um, We the Kings, the anthem for the uh, uh, Sydney Kings basketball team. Yeah, and uh, my fiance's my sounding board creatively we're at home we we're always talking and we were sort of chatting around you know who'd be a good person to to paint and she mentioned you and i was like you know like i said i knew his music but then i delved deeper uh found out the guys you know played in front of the un and he got a law degree and he's, he's just a smart guy and and knowing his lyrics with such positive messages that i was like you know i think uh, let's uh, let's see if this works and then um yeah and then the kind of story unfolded so how far back does this go when you first make that contact a year ago now wow. a year ago yeah i think you were doing it mm. september ish 2019 yeah yeah it was about then august september yeah yeah and um through through sharika uh, my fiance she gave me uh contact with craig um l's manager and then we got chatting and then and then uh, me and l met and, and had a coffee and got talking and just try to try to understand um the important things uh that meant to hit you know a lot to him to see what could inspire the painting mm. And Elle, what's your reaction when someone contacts you and says, hey, can I paint your face? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like, because to, to contextualize that question, I get a lot of emails with all kinds of different requests, right? So you kind of have to filter through, like, which ones are legit and which ones are like, okay, well. What's like a non-legit the, one you get? Oh, uh, man, you get, like, a lot of um, people sending you kind of, like, random song collaboration ideas. Like, sure. people you've like I don't have a connection with or, you know, and you can you can tell that there's like a, they're coming at you because of a profile, not necessarily because, and, and the songs like sounds completely different. Like it's it's like it's nothing I would even touch. So they haven't even heard this stuff, my, mm. my music. So you, you kind of get some stuff like that every now and then or, you know, but with, with Klaus, you know, when it came through, uh, you know, Craig, he mentioned Craig as, as my manager, you know, is he's always a good filter as well. So when Craig brings something to my attention, you know, that uh, I've checked and I'm not sure about, then it, it's, it's, it, it tells me that I've got to look at it 
you know, more seriously. And then, you know, kind of looking at um, Klaus's work, you know, it speaks for itself. So it was like, okay, it was, it was kind of like a no-brainer really. And, and, and you know, um, you know, his partner Sharika had, you know, spoken about his, him and his work and um, as well. So, you know, it just, it just felt like an organic fit. And, and that's important for me with collaboration, like that it feels genuine, it feels organic, that it's nothing forced. It's, 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 and the timing is right. You know, all of those, there's, there's a lot of different things that kind of need to line up for a collaboration, not just to be good, but for it to be meaningful. And, you know, this just kind of ticked all those boxes organically. Yeah. Jonathan, this year, again, there's a, there's a couple of musicians, obviously fresh. There's Nairi, there's Briggs, there's Deborah Conway. In recent years, there's been people like Jimmy Barnes, Daniel Johns, Courtney Barnett. Why do you think the musician artistry is so important and so popular for the Archibald? I don't know, man. I think it's, you know, like I always think about, um, you know, I've come through music, I went to art school, I did all those things. So I kind of dabbled in bits and pieces from my own perspective. But I think that, you know, and you could probably speak to this class, like when you when you're painting, when you're making art, you know, music is such a big part of artists' work mm. in the background. It's always something that's inspiring them. And I love that idea of people being inspired by somebody from an, from an alternative art form, not not theirs. So I think and it, it's always kind of that telling thing when you see, um, you know, it does tell you something about that artist as well. You know the music they like or the things that they're interested in. And it kind of gives you a bit more perspective on who they might be as well. So mm. I think that's probably what it is. It's a personal thing, you know. It's about who they personally kind of engage with and who they who they think is um, important to them from an outside perspective yeah. to their to their art form. So it's I'm always interested in in when people are painting musicians or um, other artists that you might not necessarily know. Um, their work or, or their works might be totally different because I kind of think that's the interesting thing where they, they give you a perspective of how big their interests are, like what they're thinking mm. internally as well as on that canvas. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of one sort of, you know, thought process about that. Yep. You told me before the show you have a fancy title, Music and Community Curator. Is yep. that right? Yeah, that's right. And you have a background in music. Do you, without being too biased, I guess, do you have a, a certain connection to the the musician paintings that come through um yeah totally of course like I'm always like uh it's you know you're always charged by who you see and particularly when I got to see like the the portrait of El Fresh and the portrait of Nairi it was great because we'd been working with them throughout the year and there was this kind of where there's another conversation happening where we're working deeper as well um so when you see people that you um you know inspire you and from a multitude of reasons not just not just musical, like, you know, as people, which is kind of what you were touching on before, you know, it's really exciting to see that stuff. But, um, you know, I think that the like the interesting thing for me in this this kind of role that I play, like I straddle this idea of, um, you know, I do a lot of community-engaged work for the gallery right from, right across Western Sydney, um, locally down in Woolloomooloo, do loads of work there and actually work with Maya who and my Sheridan and Rosano and, and the crew down in, in Woolo and um, and Mira who, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. performs with El Fresh, work together and stuff down in, in Woolloomooloo um, from that community perspective. But I kind of love where things start to sort of blur the lines between what is something that um, is community engaged, what is... What is art? What is an artist? What is what is artwork? And whether that's musical or lyrical or um, you know, kids making cool stuff. Like they're all yeah. kind of it's all sort of a, it's a fluid thing. And I think it's a kind of more twenty first century thought process around 
what what that what that can actually be, and that's kind of where this you know this role is sort of pitching, you know, because yeah. it is such a it's such a strange sort of you know titling, yeah. But it, that's what it really is. It's about that kind of you know the nuances of of the the between the gaps, like the things that you might not necessarily. Um, draw the connections with, but they're all there and they're all present. And to see them kind of coming to the rise in like the state institutions, that's super powerful and super interesting. Klaus, is that, like, is that true as far as that connection? I mean, you mentioned before, like you delve deeper into, into Freshie's music, his, his backstory. How important is connection when you were doing something as big as this? Huge. I think, yeah, I think it's really important. You, you need to feel... Um, feel the person I think and understand where they're from and feel that connection I think you can lose your love for it plus for me it takes a long time it took like 127 hours to paint um the picture and so I think if you're not feeling it or you're doing it for whatever other reason um maybe maybe you can't sort of sustain it potentially for so long but I think uh yeah I think I think every artist needs to kind of like back every piece that they're doing and and feel like there's um something deeper in, you know, behind it. So um, the connection's huge. Um, and then listening to music, like you're saying, when you're painting is is big as well. I mean, for me, I was obviously listening to, to his tunes while I was uh, painting, but then sometimes you go, I, I zen out and just listen to a lot of jazz as well, um, like Robert Glasper and, and Bill Evans and, and anything that's can kind of change the mood. Actually, the music has quite a big influence actually in how I paint, and I'm sure many artists it's the same. It's like, if I want to stick on... I'm doing abstract, for example. I might stick on some, you know, metal or some techno, and it's just like it just changes the pace and the energy you do. And um, so, yeah, so it's, it was good. You end up actually like dabbing to the beat sometimes. It's the same <laughs> yeah. Sort of stuff. yeah, actually, if I'm doing kind of like some blending, it so it's 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 hugely connected. Like I I listen to podcasts too, but mainly mainly music. So I think yeah yeah there's there's there needs to be that that connection. Does it surprise you at all that the Archibald consistently have these big Australian musicians involved? Um, not really, no, no. I think um, I think you know, music is is strong in this country, and I think people feel inspired by it. And I think artists are are for those reasons picking those subjects. Um, like I loved uh, Julian Maher, and he painted Daniel Johns a couple of years back, and that was just such an amazing, amazing piece. And um, yeah, it's just there's there's a strong music culture, and uh, so it's no surprise why they're subjects. Mm. L is it weird for once being the subject and not the artist? Yeah, man, it's it's <laughs> interesting. It, it is interesting. I mean, in some way, you kind of become a subject when you're an artist, a musician, to some degree. Like in the eyes of media and the public, and and all that sort of stuff, you're sometimes sometimes to to a detriment. You know, you're not viewed necessarily sometimes as as human, but as an artist who is a product who can be critiqued in certain ways. You know what I mean? Like there's a humanity sometimes removed from it. So, but you know, being painted is something different. You know, like it, it, it is something different because I think, you know, one thing for me is like, okay, I, you know, 127 hours, you know, he's looking at my face for 127 hours. I know you but well, yeah, man. yeah, <laughs> he's probably not well, my face better right, than I know. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so there's, you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for, for visual artists and, and painters. And, you know, for that reason, you know, like the patience, the, 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 the temperament, the skill, all that sort of stuff, uh, you know, commands a tremendous amount of respect for me. Um, and it's an honor to be painted like that. Uh, so it, it, it is something different, you know, when you see yourself in art because it's someone else's interpretation of you as well. And it's I'm curious to, you know, you, you learn something about, I don't, you know, you learn something about the artist and you learn something about, you know, how your, like how my music resonates with people. 
and what they take from it and mm. in order for them to portray you in a certain way you know so yeah it's 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 always special yeah i mean before we even started recording this podcast i saw l and klaus talking you guys have great chemistry how was that a, a quick process or was that literally 127 hours worth of just being in the same room together i think we we got on pretty pretty like straight away mm. it was pretty pretty quick and um yeah i just you know like i say i kind of like admired him before i met him and then uh such a humble dude um and uh and then when i was researching him and i was seeing all your other interviews and reading up on, on what else done it's um yeah then i think we just kind of we kind of clicked but then there was a whole period of like didn't see you, you're you're you know you're busy doing your thing and i was off doing my thing as well so it's actually been quite a few months and then we kind of like regrouped and it's kind of nice it's this circumstance that we're mm. kind of reconnecting who was the first person that got to see the painting when it was finished well, we we didn't get to see it together, unfortunately. I really wanted yeah. a moment where I was going to mm. be like, "Hey guys, Ta-da! check it out." Sure. Um, so, because um, you guys, um, you know, do lots of work with the art galleries in New South Wales, so you'd kind of been in the scene. It so um, those guys just saw it separately, but people in my studio. So I work in an art collective called the Nest in the, in Alexandria. So different the artists have come through and kind of like see, seen the work, and um, so there's been there's been a couple that have seen it, um, but. Um, I reluctantly, I haven't sort of shared the finished piece necessarily on any like social social channels. I kind of wanted there to be a bit of a tada moment for for El to see it, and mm. as luck has it, you know, dream came true. The first time you saw it, it's, it's hanging hanging there, which is quite amazing. <laughs> Do you remember what you thought first time you saw it? It is you know, being blown away, you know, for sure. Like it's it's one thing to 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 see to see like a picture of something. But then to see it in person and to see it in, to scale, you know, like, yeah, it blew me away. And and the the skill that's gone into it, the depth in it, the the, the colors, the way that they, you know, the, the richness in the colors and how they they play a part in the the message. And yeah, like he's done an amazing work. Mm. Yeah, he painted every single hair on your beard. Yeah, well, that's the other so. thing. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, there's some detail yeah. there, man. There's, there's some, some detail in there, detail. and it's it's like once you start, you can't stop because there's a few ways when you're working through a piece. Sometimes you're like, how am I going to approach this section? And um, I work quite fluid, and I let, I let the paint fall, and, and the drips happen with lots of layers of diluted acrylic. Um, but then instead of allowing that to be the beard, there was one point where there's all these drips because I started from the top and then worked work down. I was potentially going to leave that, um, but then I just started doing it, and it started to look real nice. But I paint all the darkest hairs first, and then you just go a shade up and then a shade up until you basically work with about 12 different shades of, of, of yeah, greys and, and browns and don't um, mention the greys too much. And, uh, <laughs> oh, they're, but they're beautiful. Like you know, it, it's just such a rich, you know, like uh, texture, and and it was a lot of fun doing it. But once you, yeah, you once you start, you can't stop. So that took a took a while. But I'm glad. I'm glad we did it. Jonathan, for the sake of stroking class's ego, what did you think when you first saw the painting? I, you know, I'm I'm lucky. So, like, I see, I can walk in there whenever <laughs> I want, right, and see these things. But you know, when somebody. Um, We'd been chatting and, and Elfresh and I and we've been ch- talking about another thing that we can talk further um, with soon. But when I I get sent pictures and I was like, I'm not going to look at the pictures, man. I'm going to go into this building, have a look at the actual work. And so when, you know, it's amazing. And the like for me too, there's um, there's the, the portrait of Nairi is hung close as well. Mm. And there's two artists that I've been working with you know, across throughout the year and throughout this kind of crazy pandemic that we're all sort of dealing with, which has been really nice to see them both hanging in the same space. And what was really interesting is, like, your painting's kind of big. Like, it's good. Like, it's a big, bold statement, you know, of of this dude. And I think that's kind of really cool. 
and then Nairi's painting is is a smaller piece next to it, and it was really interesting because I know the artist really well that painted. Nick. I know his work, yeah, really yeah. well that painted Nairi, and I was expecting this huge work, and then walked in, I was like, actually, he's really grabbed her, you know. It's like it's this beautiful, like you know, um, subtle kind of representation of her in the space, but side by side, and then next to these guys is another um, amazing portrait of Angela Tiatia, who's a really incredible artist. Um, that'll be in the building doing some other things soon. Uh, so this kind of like corner where you walk in. So it was, it's powerful, you know, and it's really, you know, it's inspiring to walk in there and see people that you you know and you know are um, brilliant artists in their own right um, shining off the walls. And I'm glad you said it took you 127 hours. I had a bunch of kids in there on Monday from the local school. We snuck them in to have a, a sneak peek before everybody else. <laughs> and um, they've actually done the banners on the front of the, the gallery. Oh, so wow. when you... Um, when you kind of go see the show you'll see the banners out the front are done by the local um the local kids at the school and a couple of kids from the asylum seeker center that we work with and they've all made their kind of own superpower masks that they got through covid with um so we they came up to see their banners the banners were installed on monday and i was like we're gonna take you to see the show you know and it was cool they'd been working with abdul abdullah who's in the show as well and um they saw abdul's work but they kind of you know as they moved it through the space like we got to talk about about el fresh and his his work and how amazing this this kind of portrait of this, you know, amazing museo is in this space. And the kids, you could just see them. They're like, you know, like eight and nine years old, but they were like super psyched by like, because it's so, um, you know, people love seeing paintings of, of people. They love seeing, you know, faces in things like that. That's what's so beautiful about the kind of Archibald. It, it really works because you get this, um, you know, distilled view of figures. And particularly through this year where we haven't been out, like we just made a joke about the fact there's four people sitting around here. You haven't been around people, you know. So to come into a space that's full of people on the wall is kind of cool, you know. So it's a really, it's a different experience this year. And I think, you know, people will kind of resonate with that. Mm. So, you know, like not only was it like, I'm like, you know, overjoyed there's there's people but i'm like the people that i know and like i think are awesome up here on the wall as well you know so it's kind of a it was yeah layered cool yeah i was was gonna say like how has the pandemic changed your dealings at the gallery and specifically with the archibald i mean spoiler alert this has been recorded the day before the announce and klaus you were saying before we started recording that it's kind of going to be done all separately and how has that how has the pandemic impacted the way you guys have been gearing up for this event well, so with um, with Archie, it would it would have already happened, you know. Mm. It's usually March, so it um that you know we locked down in March, everything closed, and so that there was this process of you know how do we how do we bring has this happen, you know, like how are we going to work with Archibald because it's such an important um, exhibition on the like Aussie music, Aussie you know arts landscape, yeah. and it's you know how does this how do we put it into? So it's actually the the summer exhibition, which is usually like the big blockbuster exhibition that comes in. You know, last year we had Japan Supernatural, the year before, Masters of Modern Art from the Hermitage, like all these kind of big blockbuster shows roll in around this time. And the whole narrative has shifted that it's, this is the block, this is our blockbuster. It always is anyway in the middle of the year, but this is our big summer blockbuster now, you know. So it's kind of super cool that you have this um, this exhibition of you know, Australian artists there's australian people in the building on the walls and painting the work and that's the big kind of representation across our summer period but as a alongside it for the first time and this is where the conversation through the kind of pandemic you know opened right up is this extra exhibition called archie plus which is free and it's on the ground floor it's when you walk in and that banners 
project that I was talking about with the kids, like that's kind of the entrance of Archie Plus. You walk in and the first thing you'll see when you enter the gallery is a whole bunch of cool things that kids did in workshops, you know, and you'll kind of feel hopefully feel something different, feel there's a there's a change in the air because, you know, we're all we're all we're all changed from this in ways that we probably don't really know yet, you know. Mm-hmm. So people's processes are changing, the way things are happening. But in, in Archie Plus, El Fresh is actually uh, an artist in that program as well, creating new work in the building um, in collaboration with another artist that we work with closely, Nardine, who's Western Sydney um, Muso, Western Sydney hip-hop artist. And they'll be actually physically in the building making work that will be written specifically about this kind of period. And it's this, you know, this this idea of alternative portraits, like, you know, what's a portrait in word? What's a portrait in song? What's a portrait in dance? So there's a whole range of other things that are happening. Sydney Dance doing stuff with um, their dancers who have been, you know, not doing much either because they're all, we're all stuck in our boxes inside, you know, um, as, uh, like I said, Angela T. she's doing something really great. Ramesh Nithyendran's doing this amazing um, uh, sculptural series in the vestibule there when you walk through. And again, it's, he's just filling it with bodies. So there's all these kind of like crazy sculptures of bodies that'll be really fun and, and energetic. And Ramesh has got a, his own portrait in Archibald this year too. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the idea of shifting this, you know, into music in this space and the Archie Plus being inclusive of all art forms and really thinking about what is it what does it mean to be a 21st century museum you know this the the these lines that blur between visual and performative and musical and it's all, it's all the same yeah you know? it's 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 very shifted and it's kind of fast tracked that thinking because we all stepped inside yeah had mm. to think about what we do and now I've kind of gone well we can actually do these things and you know case in point that whole together an art project that where we were working where Elfresh did that amazing piece when we were closed in the gallery mm. and you know just this empty void with this person filling the space with a message is is so important you know yeah so, yeah kind of you're trying to trying to build up you know new ways of thinking through kind of new processes yeah mm. I mean I've had like the amount of bands I've had on on this podcast like in the last couple of months, a lot of them had no intention to, to record music and now they're about to release an album. It's cool to see people staying, I guess, busy during this time and fresh. We just alluded to what you were doing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your work with the gallery? Yeah, like it's been really cool to, to walk into the art gallery in New South Wales when there's no one in there is kind of surreal, <laughs> hey? Like it's it was weird, you know? It was like rubbing the place. Yeah, well, hey, no, it's, it's, it's not even like that, is nah, it? It's like it's... it's there's the emptiness yeah, there. It was, yeah, yeah. it was weird because you used to seeing people enjoying this yeah. space of ideas, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it just, yeah, and that's the purpose of the space, right? And so yeah. to see it not be able to fulfill its purpose was, was the weirdness about it, I think, you know? And so to be able to go in there was really cool. It, it, was, it, was, it was also a privilege to be able to go in there and, and, and record, you know, and just kind of spit raps in, in yeah. our gallery New South Wales and, and it'd be art, you know, like, it, and that's what we do at the end of the day, you know, art, you know, music is art, you know, so it, it was really cool. And then to kind of just see the synergies, you know, there's just so many cool things that, you know, uh, grateful to Jonathan for, because, you know, to be able to bring me in the space and, and try new things and, um, you know, previous to, to coming in for Together and Night, you brought me in to perform in the space as well, you know, uh, and, and that was really cool just to kind of just see the possibility, you know, in a place that 
previously, you, you know, you asked me five, ten years ago whether, you know, uh, the Art Gallery in New South Wales is something where m- my work could be featured. I'd just be like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not a place for me. Mm. But, you know, to see, uh, you know, because being from, we- there's layers to that, but being from Western Sydney, being from, you know, a, a background where, you know, you don't see people from our community necessarily represented anywhere across the country in, in any kind of art institution or any kind of institution generally. So, you know... Um, so to be in that space doing stuff has been pretty powerful and been really cool. And then coincidentally, you know, getting to chop it up with class and, and now be hanging on the wall, it just, it's just, it's crazy just to see how, how it's all played out in such a short space of time. And pre-engaging um, Fresh for Archie Plus, we didn't know, I didn't even know <laughs> you were doing the portrait, you know, like, and it was yeah. just that serendipitous moment. I remember when you like, called me and you're like, oh, you're hanging on the wall. Like, you're hanging you're on the, the wall. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like this amazing thing where you're like, oh, this is, and this is, this is what's so important about it. It's, it's the, the, um, the recognition of important artists, you know, and you can see that that's even, uh, not to sound too hippie on it or anything, but that's coming from the ether, you know, you've mm. got, you're there, you know, so he'll be upstairs and downstairs in the same space. <laughs> um you know, physically, and then... People are going to be trying to get away from me downstairs. <laughs> like, oh, I'll go upstairs and get away from these guys annoying voice calls. Like, oh, <laughs> Can we get that fact check? Yeah, yeah. Number, number one is, is how many artists have been in the gallery twice at the same time? I mean, obviously they come in and talk, you know, and do do countless countless um, talks for, you know, so, so with... um. You know, in the public program sphere, there's, there's, you know, if somebody's in a portrait, we usually do engagement opportunities where people talk. But I think it's it's interesting to see an artist um, portrayed and then that artist doing their art yeah. in, in the same space. And their art being something that is a unique um, shift of perspective in the state institution, you know. And we, you know, we have music and we have all those sorts of things all the time, but to actually start to change the narrative around music as art and try and like, um, like I said earlier, blur those lines, I think that's kind of really, really what we're thinking, you know, and it's, and it's also, it's that great thing to hear Elfresh say stuff like, you know, five, ten years ago, mm. I wouldn't th- I wouldn't think I was in here, um, and it's, it's interesting. I mean, we kind of had a loose chat before. Like, I grew up out west mm. and even, you know, like 30 years ago when I was 10, you know, you weren't – I wasn't thinking, like, at some point I'll be working in that space. You know, and my parents took me there because it was free. So it was easy mm. to entertain the kids to go to the city to see the gallery. And that – you know, lucky that my parents, in, you know, imbued mm. that sort of vision of this is, this is yours, it's free – but still at the same time, you know, like sending an address that was Penrith or something, you weren't going to probably get the job. Mm. So to even say, you know, so the shift is like rapidly, rapidly happening because mm. there's an awareness of of our, you know, cultural institutions being, um, for me, like, oh, like I've been talking to a bunch of different musos over the last couple of months as well and I kind of see the space as like this should be the space where the ideas happen where the conversations happen you know you should come to these spaces where it's all on the walls and actually be able to have conversations that are you know edgy interesting new and that's that's kind of what what i see the the residency with these guys is it's like this is a new conversation that's physically going to play out in this space in front of people and it's not like a thing that like you buy a ticket to and you go and you watch it you might just stumble across Mm. it you know 
and then have to kind of think to yourself, what what is this? You know, like like you want that challenge to mm. kind of be constantly existing there. And that's what a lot of the art does always on the wall. It challenges what you're thinking, but to actually have the physicality of I'm of curious to see how forms. it plays out. Like me and Nadine in the space, like working away, we could table our computers, and people would be like, what this guy's doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's going to be cool. Yeah, totally. And I mean, that's what I kind of love, you know, and you hope that somebody will even ask, you know, yeah. or ask somebody else. They might, you know, not and – th- and those are the things that I think, um, you know, this if we can question and we can, and we can change um, through that sort of, you know, presence, mm. it's, it's awesome. It's a, it's a new shift, you know. Mm. Mm. That conversation about uh, community and, and, like you said, this is the space to do it, have – Fresh, have you kind of got a new perspective about the way you approach music, recording, writing? Again, being in a gallery essentially by yourself, that's got to, to have some sort of impact on the way you approach music, right? You know, I, it, it makes me think more deeply about the purpose of things, you know? Like, why do you do something and, and, and how do you best communicate that message? You know, like, it's something I've always kind of been really interested in in that conversation. I mean, from the get-go for me, you know... I've always been about I need to create something that has a purpose otherwise there's no point in me doing what I'm doing and so what is that purpose has been the key question for me for a long time so to be in a space you know as we were talking about where it's been closed and can't live out its purpose it's like okay well how do we how do we maximize you know this platform and this opportunity for something meaningful you know at a time when people are doing it tough you know, like we're all doing it tough. So um, it's it's made me think a lot more deeply about things. I mean, and, and just kind of hearing about Klaus's process with the portrait and, 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 and how, you know, and why he's made decisions creatively, you know, uh, with the portrait makes me think about my stuff to the point, you know, more deeply as well, where I'm like, I need to think at a finer detail level about decisions I make. Because that amplifies the purpose. It amplifies the message if I do that. I'm paying respect to that purpose even more. So it's it's been a great like experience to 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 see or to hear about the process, not necessarily see, but to hear about the process, and then also to be in the art gallery space and and do stuff like this. Because you know you you always well, I've always kind of tried to create something, whether that's a song or a show or an experience, for it to have some sort of value. So, like, if someone comes to a show, the experience is valuable in some way where they've gotten something from the show. Even if it's as simple as they've come to the show and they, they're happy when they've had a shitty day or a shitty week, you know, and, and, and that has meant something to them in the context of their life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it has to mean something and 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 and, and have some sort of impact and it has to have that, that value. So, you know, it's, it's really made me think about that uh, a lot more deeply. Yeah. Klaus, is echoing that theme of of what, what Fresh was just saying there, the idea of, you know, this is a, a brilliant painting, but, you know, let's say tomorrow it doesn't win. I can't imagine that's going to take away the value of, of this project and, and what you've accomplished. No, not, no. I mean, for me, the goal was just to be in the show, and um, literally hands down. Obviously, winning is, is a great thing, but um, it was just to, just to get get in there. And uh, I have been asked, people said, you know, what, what do you want people to take from it? And, and, and really genuinely it was to um, have eyeballs on, on El Fresh, really, you know, and, like, and his message and... Um, I mean, we you know we started this project before kind of you know COVID kind of kicked off, and um, you know the world's obviously exploded um, this year um, in in many directions. Um, 
So yeah, it's um, no, it's hugely important. Um, yeah, can you repeat the question? Sorry. No, like uh, the, the, essentially the question is like how important is that that recognition? And mm. I talk to a lot of bands, mm. and you'll ask about how do you feel about Aries or Grammys, and yeah. generally they say I don't yeah. give a fuck. Oh, well, like it's yeah. like it's, it's it's nice, of yeah. course, but yeah. that's not what yeah. this yeah. is all about. Yeah. For, I mean, look for an artist, it's it's a massive seal of approval, and it's 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 really important. I feel uh, for me it, it is as well. I mean. Um, you know, having being sort of fresh on the scene for me, it's it's a it's a nice validation from you know um, the biggest I guess art show where we have um, potentially in this country. So for me, I'm, you know, it's a real honour, um, and it, it is it's it's kind of massive. And um, yeah, and and for me, it was also understanding that it's not necessarily all fans of Elfresh that are going to be going going there. It's it's the whole spectrum of, of society. And so if it, if it opens um, some people to you know to his world as well and his messages. Um, then, then you know the job's done. Mm. Now, there's no perfect segue to get to this point, but I've been told to ask you, what is looking left? <laughs> I don't know what that means. So the concept really was, um, it's 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 the, it's a very powerful. I guess for those listening who have maybe not seen it, um, the, the painting is actually a, a profile uh, angle of of El Fresh. Put it up with the podcast and um, cool, cool. <laughs> so people can see. So the, it's uh, what it's alluding to really is it's trying to create an icon of his image where it's in contrast to how we normally see the monarch um, looking, the queen's always looking to the east. We see that in right. on stamps and on coins. And and as Elfresh, I feel like he's more than a musician. He's, you know, like I said, he's a, he's a sort of, you're a thought leader. Um, and I think the message in his music, it's, it's actually showing, you know, a new perspective um, on, the, on the way things are. You know, you deal with a lot of topics to deal with, you know, um, sort of equality and, and racism. Um, and, you know, they're deep, heavy topics, but you use a creative platform to really amplify that. And so the opposite direction from the Queen, I feel like it's, it's, it's Elle's view is, is the new perspective. And I think it's an, an important, um, important one to listen to. Wow. And the crazy thing about that is like, because I hadn't seen the painting and, and, and when Klaus mentioned that to me before I got the opportunity to, to go in to, to see it, you know, like he, he explained to me, you know, just kind of, that that message and that concept and i was like bro that's to me that's mind-blowing on a couple of different levels like one i'm from western city so I was like i'm facing west you know like that's the the one level but it, the other uh thing that really stood out to me was when he mentioned you know uh, it being a contrast to the way that you know the queen's presented facing east i was like man to, that resonates to me on another level because the current queen queen elizabeth's in crown is is made up of a gem the kohinoor diamond which was stolen from punjab which is where my people are from oh. when the british colonized punjab and so you know like there's a there's a there's that connection there um where to contrast me in that way and also to do it in a way where the you know i'm in a, a smaller version of my turban which is called the patka so i wear that underneath the one that i'm wearing now and and i wear that when i train and so the the concept of the painting was you know and we spoke about this and this is why i loved class's approach when we spoke initially was like he didn't want to paint me in in what was going to be expected in a way that was going to be expected he wanted to paint me in a way that you know was going to be really intimate and really different and and he painted me in the in the patka because that's the way what I wear when I train when I exercise and so, um you know he wanted to show and speak to that that attitude of of you know what we resonate with as being from Western Sydney you know like so much of that hustle and grind and that 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 put your head down and put in the work mentality and 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 show that in in a in a painting in a kind of like <clears throat> a raw form and so you know, to see that in contrast and then to know he did that in contrast to the Queen, which is like, again, is a, is a, is a statement. So, you know, there's, 
there's just layers of meaning to it, which, you know, there's the depth to it and, you know, it blows me away on multiple levels. It's actually got more, I guess, it's very subtle in the meanings. You you really have to understand where it's kind of coming from. It's We talked about, um, you know, the Sikh religion and the, the 5Ks, mm. um, you know, and, and, you know, you had them when we were doing the shoot, but it was about his work ethic. Um, and I know that Al boxes and, and keeps fit physically. Um, not during COVID. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the table's quite high in here, so no one can shoulders up on camera. Yeah. Like, um, you sound slim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that was really important, you know. So we actually had him doing skipping and push-ups in the studio um, because we I work from photography because the, the painting takes so long sure. to create. So I worked with a photographer called Nick Lawrence who came in and we took a whole bunch of, of shots and um, did a couple of quick sketches but it was really about getting getting the sweat mm-hmm. on and um, I, I mean you haven't really been seen um, in that head garment no you're wearing a turban yeah and, yeah and as he's you know he's been shown with his profile a lot but um, definitely has a much more intimate intimate sense and you know he's dripping with sweat we you know you're getting pretty tired in the studio and um, and we kind of caught that and and there are other elements mm. in there I know the you know oranges and uh, and blues are very important mm. as well um, being a symbol of, of, of wisdom um, that's oranges wisdom right? yeah and the, and those colors are you know essentially synonymous with a sick nation a sick community you know so you know our, our flag is orange and blue so you know it's very you know consistent with that and yeah just those late i mean there was just so much so much shit that resonated with you know again alluding back to where we right where we started timing the message you know all this stuff is kind of like stuff i was talking about on my album southwest we came out in you know just in july as well and and so like where whether it was critiquing the the queen and and colonization or whether it was just repping western sydney and talking about all the things we were just talking about then like and then it's portrayed in a in a painting in a different way to how i've to how i've spoken about it you know it's 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 klaus's perception and klaus's perspective and you know it's yeah like you said it's really intimate it's it's to me it's a special project and and yeah, like uh, I, I'll value it for a long time. You know, it's, it's very subtle. You have to see it up close because th- the background is actually navy blue, but you really have to be there to mm. see it. And um, and the pack is uh, a ready orange kind of scarlet, but it's like a deep orange. Mm. Um, so when you s- oh, I've seen photographs of it, it looks red and black. Mm. Um, so it, it, it's very difficult. It's very sort of it's very sort of the sort of subtle signifiers. I didn't want anything to be too in your face or too apparent. So. Uh, Jonathan, is the the twenty twenty Archibald Prize? Is there a certain theme that is going with this? Is there going to be? Do you think this year will be remembered for for something consistent throughout the work? For, yeah, but no, necessarily like not necessarily a theme. But the thing that I think is really interesting is because of that pandemic, um, like the show's amazing. Like it, it really is special. And you, I mean, you've had got to have a wander through on the weekend as well. Um, I feel like. People um, have upped the ante with what they've delivered this year. Mm. Like it's it's really powerful. The wind's powerful. The sermon's powerful. Like the, um, you know, this amazing Abdul Abdullah painting in the in the sermon. Marikit Santiago's painting in the sermon is incredible. Um, you know, there's this. Yeah, I think it's just been upped because people have had time, time, time to yeah. focus and and you know think about what it is. They want to put out into the ether. Yeah, and also so much going on around the world right now, right? Like Absolutely. So much of that, I think, would definitely play on artists' minds. And like Black Douglas's painting, oh, you know, really Douglas's struck piece. struck yeah, me. So yeah, like there's just so much going on. I think we'd be weighing on artists as well. There's Absolutely, a lot, a lot of strong messages in the show. A lot of heavy, mm. strong, 
stuff. So, yeah, it's very powerful this year. Was there an official deadline as far as getting these in? Yeah, there, yeah, there always is. It just shifted once COVID yeah. kicked in. <laughs> yeah. So, so like how long yeah. did COVID and it was, was and it was deadline? all announced. Uh, it was yeah, it was pretty. It was all announced that it would come later. Yeah, and then you know it, it kind of went back through the channel. So it was pretty. It was pretty clear. I think people. Um, it was been interesting actually watching people deliver their paintings too because there was a, a real mission to cut down on plastic. So people were delivering things in blankets and stuff mm. like that as well, which was really interesting to take take away. But um. You know, usually the procession is the car's in, drops off or a courier comes in, but there was like this kind of socially distanced lineup <laughs> of people coming coming in to, to deliver paintings. So, you know, sort of standing there with these giant canvases, which yeah. I thought was kind of it's kind of cool, you know, it was like a performance art piece in itself. Mm. Like the um, you know, the big kind of the the ceremony to deliver the work. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. It's it's been yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see um, who wins? It'll be interesting to see the dialogue around all of those things, um, and then just to hear people's kind of, you know, I always love the um, the kind of public prizes. The public get to pick their favourite, and it's always really interesting to see who who the public think is mm. is the best as well. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, I hope that um, I hope that people come. <laughs> like, I hope people come to see it because you know we're all we all we all move differently now we move differently mm. through spaces we move differently through the shopping centers you know? you oh, don't, yeah. i don't even take my kids to the shopping center before when they used to come and do the shopping with me so now mm. it's like oh that's just one less thing that's shifted but um yeah it's a it's a pretty um it's a pretty incredible series this year so yeah. and and on top of that the archie plus inclusion which just expands this whole kind of portraiture idea into something so much bigger mm. um, is cool. Like it's cool to be a part of actually mm. doing that. It's a cool to, mm. cool, super cool to ring El Fresh and go, do you want to, can we have a conversation about doing something? Mm. You know, this is mm. something, you, you know, new and this is going to shift people's thinking. Let's do it. You know? Has anything positive come out of the pandemic in that sense of something you, you guys may have brought to the table that you wouldn't have even considered doing pre-pandemic? I think that... Um, I think we really got the digital aspect of things right. I think the Together in Art um, website and the team working on that, um, Justin Patton, who's the head curator, and, and Hannah McKissock-Davies, who were really leading the charge on the Together in Art um, project, it, you know, it allowed it allowed this window into artists' lives, which I thought was really cool. Like, they did this whole out-of-the-box thing where um, curators at the gallery would just talk about a work in depth in this kind of like pull it out of an archive and, you know, talk about it and filmed and that lived online and, and, you know, there was the whole performance series where we got to work together and bring musicians into the building in, you know, under this kind of there's nobody there. I mean, there was some days where it was just me and the videographer and the muser and it was kind of wild, the security at the front and then just three people sort of walking through a space and filming. I love you telling me about how um, the security guards, like how excited they were every time someone, someone came Someone came. Because, yeah, because yeah, their job's wow. so used to seeing everybody walk through that, all the staff come through yeah. and saying g'day and all that sort of stuff. And then it was kind of like all of a sudden they were just sitting there just mm. watching this space that they'd usually see people filling it, you know, and, yeah. and, in, and you know, digging in deep, enjoying enjoying the, the work in the space. Um, so yeah, they you know they were always psyched when when I was like, hey man, I'm coming in this week for some more music. They're like, great. Yeah, would well, they need parking? I'm like, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll be we'll be here. Bring them in. You know? um, 
Yeah, and yeah, I think um, that you know, so and and the other thing with the Together and Art thing that was great was that there was this how to making series that you got to see artists just making stuff, and out of that, this is amazing mural that is um, adorning the like wall of the Archibald. Um, so usually there's this like there's some you know some kind of um, you know information collateral around the wall or or a color or something. But this year there's a a, mur- a mural by Adrian Doig, who's an artist from the Blue Mountains, who did this really um, fun how to make a toilet paper doll, <laughs> and it was quite a, at the height of the the toilet paper you know wars. And so she was making these um, you know out of toilet paper rolls like little people to like populate your house because you weren't allowed to see anybody and stuff. Anyway, she's done this whole mural of people now and it is the whole wall outside of Archibald and wow. usually there's this like grey curtain that kind of is there with the work, you know, because there's so many works that come in. So the works that don't get hung are there and then people collect their work but it happens over the process of the exhibition. Anyway, that's a mural now. So it kind of looks so much nicer to be collecting yeah. your work from this great thing that's all full of colour and, and um, you know, people. Yeah. And, you know, she snuck people from the gallery in between there that she'd been working with, which is kind of funny because you're sort of like, is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's, it's been um, – I think that stuff kind of shifted and, and, you know, and people got to work closer together. Yeah. That was, what was, that was what was really cool about it was that all the um, – you know, that idea of kind of just – you know, go, 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 all stopped and teams sort of came together and said, well, what could we do? What what would be great to do? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Class, what about you? As far as this pandemic and we alluded before about mm. artists being able to now, you know, take their time because what else the fuck are you going to do? What have, what have you learned the most? I, uh, I, I had a bit of, a, I guess, a, um, a running start because um, about September last year, um, I decided to um, sort of quit my full-time job and, and go straight into the art. So, I was I was kind of working from the studio, working from home, kind of solidly. So um, I, w- I was suddenly getting used to that rhythm, um, and then and then obviously the world kind of changed quite a lot um, beginning of this year. So I felt like I was kind of used to it, and I felt like everyone was then we were all in kind of in a similar boat, having to work from home, having to keep distances. And uh, the guys in who run my uh, studio um, were great at you know making it like a COVID safe environment. Um, Lots of people actually stopped going in, uh, but we have very largely spaced out studio spaces, so it was really safe. Usual hand sanitizer everywhere as well. Um, so it hadn't really changed the practice, but then it, it, it uh, you know, other work dries up and you end up realizing you've got more time to focus just on the art. Um, and I'm, I've always worked, I guess, early hours of the morning um, and, and late at night as well. So I kind of like, now it gave me more chance in the daytime to just kind of focus on, on the art as well. So... I feel like I was I was kind of in the practice, and then this all the lockdown happened, um, and it kind of fortunately kind of fit into my schedule, but just gave me a bit more hours during the day to just kind of focus on it, which mm. was good. So. Well, as we mentioned, this has been recorded on a Thursday afternoon night ish. So by the time this, well, not by the time this airs, actually, well, you'll get it. It's a midday now, isn't it? Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so solid for a couple of hours beforehand. But class, any last words? Anything you want to say before the reveal happens? No, just a huge thanks for collaborating with, uh, oh, thank you know, you, with this man here. It's been it's been really it's been really fun, um, and yeah, you know, now I know you, which is hey. cool. So you know, I was a fan first, now we're friends. Hey Great. man, yeah, much love, bro. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Good luck, Klaus and Fresh, Jonathan. Thanks so much for coming by, man. I'm, I'm sure tomorrow will be a busy day for you. Mildly busy. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I sort of steer clear of the the big the big hoo ha. Um, so I just listen in. I'll you listen in from a distance. Do. 
No, I don't. We don't. That's the that's the beauty of it. I will find out tomorrow, though, with everybody else. Well, guys, thank you again so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, thank man. you.